Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. Hello and welcome to The Successful Mentalist. Of course, it's Ashley and Aidan here. And with these short, mini, bite-sized, just-the-tip episodes, we're just sharing a little idea, a little thought, a little bit of something to keep you on track within your life or entertainment business or health or mindset or anything like that overall. So if you want to listen back to any of the other videos, feel free. If you want to listen to any of the other ones on the podcast, just scroll back. There's loads of stuff out there. It's the 24th one today. Madness. But today we're going to be talking about something which really has been on everyone's mind since they got into magic and mentalism. And it is that thing of what do you do if you get caught doing something? Someone sees you double lift, your billet switch. What do you do then? I mean, there's so much, isn't there? Like when you get busted, it's the one thing that we don't want and we ruminate on and we think about. We go into this fear response of panicking over and over and over. And in fact, if you think about this yourself uh, as a listener or a watcher on YouTube, a viewer, think about like a time that you perhaps got caught uh, by something, whether that was a, a method, a, a reveal or a process or something where an audience member knew something that they shouldn't and in fact let's think about this in in the close-up context because most people here tend to jump into either the fight or the flight response they either fight the situation by trying to overprove that no it is just one card look you look you hold it and it gets really awkward and uncomfortable and it's then obvious that there's some something fishy going on and then you've got this whole flight thing where people just sort of run away and, and and disappear and like it's awkward and you try and ditch the trick or move on as quickly as you possibly can and you just steamroll through it like we've done both and we've tried both but actually there is a new uh sort of angle if you like to approaching this whole conversation of what to do when you get caught it's something that we spent a long time actually debating should we do it like this or should we not but ultimately it's a complete yes and actually what is that thing that we should be doing if somebody catches us at the end of the day and maybe if i give this as as an example here picture this um because i've had things go wrong in the past and it's not just because i'm a bad performer and i need to practice terrible ladies and gents (laughs) terrible terrible performer that one or two minutes of practice maybe i should do more no (laughs) moving on um look picture this i was at my residency in a bar and i was performing i had my little kind of like uh there's a close-up table already there and a close-up mat there was about i think seven or nine people in front of me i was behind uh, this little mock stage area for kind of close-up and i wrote something down on a billet placed it on the table and the idea was someone there was going to think of something and then it was going to be predicted on the folded billet there anyway the routine goes by i do the dirty work i uh, get them to name it i then do the switch and the guy just on the right he saw me he caught me eagle-eyed bang what did i do in that moment if you think about it it's a bit of an inconvenience for me considering i'm going out there saying i'm psychic and then someone catches me doing silly little magic tricks you know 
But at the end of the day, my big thing is entertainment. As long as people have fun, as long as they smile, that's all that matters. So what did I do? I look over, I wink, let him know that I've acknowledged it. And then I put my fingers to my lips and go, shh. And then I say to him in front of the whole group, oh, you're going to love to see how this all happens. Now that you know how it's done, just watch their minds explode. Like everyone else is confused because to them, what do they, what do they, what does he mean? Like that doesn't make sense that that sentence I've just said to him because they're like, I, I don't kind of get that. But to him, he's like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense because he's literally saw the move so he can link the sentence to that. And then on that side, I've already got him on side. He's already smiling. He feels like a little bit excited. He knows the secret. And then he gets a pleasure in watching it from the magician's perspective to see the whole audience kind of go crazy. But then again, that's just a scenario when one person from the group sees how the effect is done. But Aiden, what happens, say, for example, you're at a table, you're performing to like 12 people and every single person there sees that you've done your double lift or switch or whatever. What do you do then? Well, it goes even before that. If like that one guy in this example decides to say it out loud and, and call you out on this, either addressing your method or, or doing the whole, oh, I saw that. And then it, it takes away from that entire moment from everybody and, and puts that doubt of, uh, that doubt amongst what you're actually doing in the eyes of everybody. Because yes, at the end of the day, everybody realistically on some level understands and appreciates that we are doing some form of tricks. Okay. That, that's it at the end of the day. And when people know that somebody in the group knows how it's done, it kind of crumbles it a little bit, not hugely, but a little bit. And again, what we try to do in this situation is we either jump into this whole fight or flight, fighting with an entire group to prove that no, you're holding one card or you didn't switch it whatsoever, or you just admit defeat. You just admit well done for being, being like so eagle eyed or something like that and admit that yes, they have caught you in this moment in time. There is nothing that you could do. Admit the defeat. Give them the win. And I know that sounds incredibly counterintuitive and, and not what we should be doing as entertainers, but I promise you that when you stop trying to hide something that somebody has spotted and start accepting that and reframing this sort of negative by either layering it on with extra extra benefits, as you said there, Ashley, bringing them into the mystery, that's so important because they're building up that rapport with you. They're actually building up that engagement. They respect you as a performer, as an artist, because they can now at least see behind what you're doing. And one of the things that I found particularly useful is uh, actually telling a story of another time that I got an amazing reaction from the trick. And what we're doing there is we're distancing our performance with the trick. Yes, they know how the trick is done, but the performance is where we're talking. We're talking about other people's reactions here. We're building up that story, which is the question we're always asking ourselves. What is the story that we want these people to go home and talk about? Is it the fact that, ah, yes, we saw a magician, he was a bit rubbish, we saw how he did his trick, move on. It's not an interesting story. But... Oh my gosh, like we saw a magician today. Yeah, it was amazing. He came over to our table when we went out for lunch. Yeah, he came over. It was, it was great. Uh, silly Steve, like crazy Steve actually caught it. It was, it was funny. It was so funny. It was really good. But honestly, it was so funny when we caught that one thing. Arguably a much better story here rather than just, yeah, they busted it. Move on. It, it hides that process and just distances us from the, oh, negative there. No, 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 no. We've been caught. Well, you're getting that more for like on that deeper level. There's more rapport between you and you're just heightening the engagement overall because 
look, at the end of the day, there's nothing worse than going out and just trying to clash heads with your audience. You're there for entertainment purposes only. That's the only job why any of us do this, just to entertain, make people smile, have a good day, blah, blah, blah. That, that is it, baseline level. So if you're going out and someone catches you and it's brutally, like, obvious what you've done and they've seen it there's nothing worse than trying to deny it and clash with them and prove them wrong because now it's you battling them and are you there for a fight or to entertain i mean if you are there for a fight then by all means do that and ignore all of this but if you're not and if you're like the rest of us that just want to entertain then it's like yeah bring them into your world like hey ho and then move on and what you've said there is something really beautiful you can actually play this into a moment you get caught doing your double lift well, you can be like, haha, you caught me, and then move in naturally through the trick. When you move on to the next effect, you can encompass that in. You say, right, now what I'm going to do, uh, Brian, uh, if you could, Brian's the one who caught me, Brian, if you could just position yourself so you're facing that door over there, yeah, looking in the opposite direction. Anyway, for you guys, let me show you this. And like, you make a little <laughs> funny moment because like Brian caught you beforehand. They know how awkward, in quotation marks, that is for you. So now you're actually turning a negative into a positive you're going with that almost that heckle or disruption or just the mistake and you're turning it into something fun and funny and you're playing with it isn't that what good comedians do they take these little unexpected moments and they just power ahead with it and it makes it so unique so bespoke for that moment that people will like you've said Aiden go away talking not how good your tricks are because at the end of the day if people are going away talking about how good your tricks are you've done a wrong job they should be talking about you and doing what we've just described here means they will they're going to talk away and say those stories which you want Aiden which I want Aiden and which everyone else should be getting of wow what a fantastic entertainer it really made the day better well you you also touched on something there in terms of like the comedians do this like they they pick out on people and they turn it into a moment and that becomes a running joke well imagine the power of having that running joke preloaded in your audience without having to work and think of it on the fly and what we mean by that is like okay brian in this case or crazy steve you choose whoever decides to actually work out exactly what you're doing they they spot how you do it you can take that opportunity there and, and we're going to talk more about this in next week's just the tip episode but you can take that opportunity that gag that rolling bit and use it later you don't just have to do it in that moment through the routines that you're performing there and then heck you connect and keep those guys actually on your on your email list or in your audience in your network whatsoever they come and buy a ticket to your show two three months down the line a year down the line you know a something and you've got a story a funny exciting story about this person and if they're sitting in your audience you have a perfect opportunity to address them point them out and share a moment with them because that's going to build the rapport between you and if you're building that rapport between yourself and just one member in the audience that's going to correlate to other members of the audience as well. It's going to show you as more personable, friendly, real-life human being, which is such an advantage when it comes to later opportunities as well. Just because you had that one moment and you didn't try and fight your way through an uncomfortable situation. Exactly that. So to round up today's episode, we want to recap. If you get caught, there's going to be times in which I've had it before. Someone sees me peek a word on a billet and say, hey, did you look at that? In which case, there's an opportunity for me to save my skin there. I put it down. And I say, I tell you what, just think of something instead, something I couldn't peek, something I couldn't look at, something only in your mind. I've kind of addressed it, 
but at the same time, I've adjusted and moved the routine into something else. What am I going to do there? It's one of my favorite routines and principles I mentioned two episodes ago, and just a tip, the one ahead. Move into that, bang. I've adjusted, I can save my skin, but if you can't, if it really is just like, it's a mess. Heck, go with it. Admit defeat, be sincere, don't clash with your audience. It's only going to just cause negativity, and it's not what you're there for. It's going to make you look not as great a performer as you could be, and heck, you know what, as Aiden would always say, because he loves this, take it as good feedback. It's an opportunity to grow. It's highlighted what you need to practice on and so much more. So take that, use it and win. Exactly. That is. Feedback is such a great opportunity. And this is just one way that we like to correct it and, and use it to our advantage. So we'd love to know. We'd love to continue this conversation with you guys, our listeners and our viewers on YouTube. What do you do? If you get caught, do you have any nightmare stories that you'd be willing to share with other entertainers? If so, if you're listening to this podcast, we've shared a post inside the TSM network today. We'd love to hear your thoughts or your crazy stories about getting caught, either up close or on stage. Come and head over to join that conversation. If you're not a member of our community, our social learning network, head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash community and you'll be able to sign up enter your login details, get inside and join that conversation. And equally, if you're watching this on the wonderful world of YouTube, drop a comment on the video and we'd love to hear what you have to say. In that case, uh, we'll see you guys next week for another episode of Just The Tip, where we're going to talk a little bit more about creating opportunities further and beyond the gig, something we hinted upon today, but you guys are going to love it. Catch you next week. Hey, it's Aiden here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player. That way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way. Also, when you're ready to roll, here are three ways that we can help you right now. Number one is to join our free Facebook group. It's called the Magician's Business Group and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside. So to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you straight there or just pull open Facebook and search for the Magician's Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. And we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum, and we'll send you all of the details.